Welcome to the Harrington Star FinTech Diversity and Inclusion Discussions. I want to showcase the people across our industry who are advocates for change. I love to celebrate the wins, but we know that we need so much more to be done to ensure that change actually happens. In these diversity and inclusion discussions, I have a number of series. The Humans of FinTech, the Talent Surgery, the Maternity and Paternity Stories, and the longest running of them all, the Women of FinTech podcast series. I do lots of work to drive change campaigns across our industry to increase inclusion within the workplace. So please contact me for more information to see how we can partner together. You can contact me through my LinkedIn or at nadia.edwards-dashti at harringtonstar.com. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Talent Surgery podcast series. We want to celebrate the individuals that have revolutionized the hiring and onboarding processes across the fintech industry. Talent creation is more than just a first day, a first week, or a first year. We want to showcase how all-encompassing it is to people's entire careers and successes. We believe it's the people that really define and execute strategy and want to showcase the agility needed to build great teams. So today we have Becca Garner, Head of HR at Cashflows, the payment solution company that uses a cloud-based platform boasting scalability and flexibility. And she's here to tell us all about it. So hi, Becca, how are you? Hi, Nadia, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Really excited to be here. Oh, great. So it'd be really good if you could start this off by just telling us a bit more about cash flows. Absolutely. Yeah, completely. So as you say, we're a payments company and we're on a mission to change payments for the better. Um, so we, we really believe that payments can be jargonized sometimes and complicated. And it's our mission to try and make it smoother, faster and just a better experience for our customers. Um, so we have the ability to take payments online using our own gateway. Um, we can support customers to take in-store payments. We offer solutions for marketplaces. Um, we have a prepaid card issuing capability and ATM sponsorship. So a huge array of payment services. Um, we're about 150 colleagues big. Uh, we're based across three locations. So we have an office in Cambridge in the UK, in London in the UK, and one in Benray in the Netherlands. Um, so a big spread. And um, yeah, we're, we're on a mission. We're, we're growing, we're moving quickly. So it's a really exciting time for us as a business. It definitely sounds so. And I love the fact that you've just sort of reeled off that whole range of all the different payment things that, that you guys get involved in, because it's so important for people to understand that, that there's such huge varieties, which, which translates into variety of role, variety of challenge. So talking about that, Tell us a bit more about your role. Absolutely, yeah. So I'm quite new to cash flows. I joined uh, just around two months ago now. So it's my role as the head of HR to, to, to really support and drive the business's growth agenda through nurturing its talent, providing everyone with a really brilliant employee experience, um, and working with the business to drive and deliver change through um, an array of different ways. And I guess for me, it's really essential that where we are in our transformation journey, we carve out our EVP, we really define our ways of working 
in these new times and we create this culture of high performance that we're working to to hit those growth ambitions so you've got myself on the team and then I have an amazing people operations advisor called Monica and we're responsible for owning the end-to-end HR offering and everything that comes with it from talent acquisition to onboarding to performance engagement retention um, and absolutely everything so processes and policies and payroll so uh, yeah it's really it's exciting it's really fast-paced um, and it's great to be able to work in a way where you can really make a difference to people. That's so good to hear. Like, I, lo- I love that. Fast paced, exciting, making a difference every day. Like, that's just what you want to hear in terms of getting up in the morning. What am I going to do today? Um, and I know that that's something that just is so intrinsic to the whole of your culture. Um, what I really love to talk about in this series is um, people, people policies and people plans. Um, it'd be really good to hear like, what your people plans are for the rest of this year. Absolutely. Yeah. So cu- kind of coming in new. Um, it's been great. It's a great opportunity for me to review what we're doing really well, review where there's opportunity and kind of as a result of that review for the rest of the year, we've got five key people focuses. Um, So the first being working on our employer brand and our attraction strategy. So we've just launched a new brand externally in the market and that poses us with a really exciting opportunity to make our mark as an employer. Um, So we're really focusing on how we do that and how we tell the payments industry that we're here and we get on the radar of talents that they come looking to us. Um, so we're looking at ways to make our external offering really visible and attractive through LinkedIn and Glassdoor on our careers page. So that, that's kind of the, the first one. Second, we've got recruitment and onboarding. So once we've attracted that talent, we need to make sure that our internal offering mirrors that so that our processes are really slick, that as a new joiner, you can get up to speed really quickly. That, yeah, that it, we completely echo that external picture that we're creating. So we're work, yeah, working on the nitty gritties of um, how you onboard onto our systems, how what the content that you receive and whether that's in line with what our brand echoes, um, what our induction structure looks like, how we give you the best startup for success. Um, and looking at how we do that in these remote times as well, because that's obviously a challenge. And then the third, the third pillar to that um, strategy is engagement and performance culture. So with our ambitions to grow, it's really essential that we have or we create a high performance culture where teams are always stepping up. They're sort of completely in and really passionate about the organization, which I think we are. But it's just about we need to mirror our performance process so that that reinforces that and enables people to feel comfortable to feedback and challenge one another and sort of nurture that growth and high performance culture so there's a really good opportunity to to work on that as well and then also being a smaller company where we have feedback we can act on that really quickly and change things so working on our engagement process is, is really key the fourth one fixing the basics process and tool optimization so for all of this to work properly we need to have our back office HR pieces in line so our systems need to be slick they need to be easy and user-friendly for our managers we really need to perfect kind of those that end-to-end brilliant basics I call it so that's a really key one and then last but not least our reward and compensation is a big focus for me so as we grow and scale we need to make sure we're driving performance and delivering and rewarding people for when they hit those that high performance culture so there's a really great opportunity to carve out and define our reward strategy 
so yeah that's a big answer there but those are our key five focus areas for but an the amazing year. answer like, <laughs> i love it so i'm a massive fan of brilliant basics as well so yeah. i've actually got a course um in our company for our, our new recruiters called uh, bb and i've got they're all like different different iterations bb1 bb2 bb nyc for our, <laughs> our new york counterparts um so i'm a massive fan of that and i love what you're saying about high performance culture and and having the backup to say when people hit what you've what you've asked them to hit in terms of their their day-to-day goals um, their long-term goals you've got mm-hmm. reward strategy in place and that you're tailoring that for individuals that's such it's a really really good message to be hearing so I, we're kind of already edging into my next conversation which um which is the, the juicy one of the talk which is around you know what what makes it such a great place to work at cash flows i mean we're, we're hearing a lot of from, a lot from you already and and we kind of we kind of know but it'd be good to hear hear it um, in that answer so um cash flows I, i'd say what gives us the edge and why we're a great place to work at is we're really fast paced and when you come from bigger organizations which I have in my career I've always worked in companies where you employ at least sort of between a thousand to ten thousand colleagues you've it's great because you've got great support but sometimes getting things done can be tricky you've got to cross the boxes with many different departments and functions and I'd, I'd say working at cash flows is not like that you've got there's, as I say there's 150 of us um, and it means that you know who to go and talk to to get something done so decisions are made in hours days minutes really quickly and you can you can make a mark which I think ultimately helps you to learn it helps you to grow it challenges you it gives you real purpose um, and I think that's that's why it's a great place to work because we can offer that experience and exposure. And this year we've really focused on um, building out our capabilities and we've hired some really awesome talent to the business, sort of experts in their fields. So I'd also sort of second that growth with working with people like that who are just brilliant thinkers, really smart and quick, gives you experience that you just, you just can't get elsewhere, I would say. It's just, yeah, a really exciting time to join a company when it's on the growth trajectory it is and be part of that journey. And then secondary to that, I'd say, for a company of our size, we have really great support and benefits offering, which I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect to see sometimes in, in um, our area. So we've got equal benefits for all. We don't have hierarchical benefits, which is really nice. You get private healthcare and enhanced pensions and birthday days off and all those awesome perks. So I'd say that that's a really, I think, important to me that as a small company, we offer that support to all of our colleagues every day. Well, that sounds brilliant. I think it's really nice that we're, you know, this, there's a theme kind of running through this. You know, you're rewarding people for the right behaviours and achieving, achieving their goals. You're making sure people are supported. Um, you're giving them that support you know, as, as you grow. It's not a hierarchical thing and it's from day mm-hmm. one. So it's great to hear that. And of course, the, the day-to-day that gets people up in the morning and makes them go to work, it's the challenge. And you're, you're talking a lot about that challenge and just being around really good people that's going to make people step up and be better. So it's great mm-hmm. to hear. So talking about challenge, what challenges do you face from a people perspective? And, and also, how do you overcome them? Yeah, good question. So I think this is a common one for, for everyone at the moment, but particularly for us. So we've hired, we've hired loads of new talents to the business, which is really great. But quite a few of, quite a few of us, self-included, have joined during lockdown, which means we're, um, we have all the benefits of, you know, we can 
work um, sort of in, uninterrupted and really focus. But we've missed that. The really essential part of when you're onboarding is the kind of the, the, the coffee chats and getting to know people on a personal level and building those connections, which are a little bit harder to do remotely. So I'd say that's a key challenge for us. We, we're, we're working really well through these times, but there's going to be, as we can start to come back into the office, it's going to be a really great opportunity for us to connect, to, to really align in person and start working together um, kind of in old times, if you like. But I think that's a challenge for everyone at the moment, particularly for us where we've got lots of new starters. That connection is really key. And then I think, as I'm sure lots of companies are facing, kind of making sure we're supporting colleagues in home working because the lines are blurred between personal and work time. And it's really important that we all look after ourselves and support the person that we see working late at night and make sure that they're okay. So I think, again, a key one for for all companies at the moment. But I think for us, we're we're doing a good job of making sure that we're mindful and and, and talking to each other about how we're feeling during these, these sort of extended home working periods. Yeah, and I think that is that spot on that we've got to be making sure that we're mindful of one another and, and offering mm-hmm. that that day in day out support. Um, so that's a really imp- important answer that you, that you shared. So thank you. Um, now moving moving forward and thinking ahead for what's next on the horizon for cash flows and what your HR strategy will be looking into next year. I, I know can we can we really be at the end of this year already? <laughs> but um, you know it's important to look forward. So what's next? Absolutely. So I think for us, it's got to be growth, enabling the scalability of the business. And I think those five key pillars I mentioned around what we need to fix for this year are going to give us a really good baseline moving into next year. But for me, then then the baseline needs to, we need to ask that, well, what's next then? So we've delivered these basics. What's the next enhanced offering in HR? And how do we move with the business at the pace they're moving at? To support them so that that to me is going to be our focus kind of continuing to bring on board really awesome people nurturing our people that we have brought on board to help them to grow and engaging them and our, our strategy will mirror that and continue to improve um, over the next 12 months so yeah it's really exciting time to be part of something that's growing and I think 2021 is going to be really awesome Yes, and I love you. It's going to be so awesome. Um, And it sounds like it's going to be brilliant at cash flows. So thank you so much for sharing the cash flow story. Thank you for sharing your story and all your plans for the rest of this year and and 2021. Um, And anyone that wants to get in touch with Becca, I'll make sure that I I tag her to this podcast. Um, But thank you so much for joining us on the Talent Surgery Series. Thank you, Nadia. (laughs) Thank you.